When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This week on the group chat, the Emmys are this week. You heard that right. The 71st Emmys. So we are turning football into show business and handing out our own Emmy nominations. Lead actor in a comedy series? I would nominate Greg Olson. And then we spark the debate of what is an ugly uniform number. 19 was not I cool before 19 is being like not cool. Yeah, he, he kind of made it cool, and then he came to the Panthers. and eh. All of this and so much more, including previewing this week against the Arizona Cardinals on the group chat. You've been added to the group chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Guys, I'm taking it down a notch today. I won't be in this group chat much. I'm going to kind of lay my phone down off to the side and just let you guys kind of, you know, do, do your thing. No, nobody wants that. No. Who would want that? Oh, are you putting yourself on ignore or putting us on ignore? I'm just muting the group chat. Muting today it. So that I don't jump in. Nobody because... wants to listen to me and Will talk for 15 minutes. I'll <laughs> I don't want to listen to me and Will well, talk. <laughs> someone does because this week in reviews. Ben Rickman, 123. Creative name, Ben. Try harder. Gave me quite the review. And I just wanted to start this podcast off saying, Ben, this one's for you. I'm going to work hard on this one. I did not drink my fourth cup of coffee, which you think I apparently drink every day, which would be impressive, but I don't. Um, I've had a bottle of water. (laughs) And I have my piece of paper in front of me ready to do this. So, Ben... This one's for you, buddy. Hope you enjoy it. But what I hope you also enjoy is that we there is a third member on the podcast, Ben. You gave no shout out to Will. Yeah, what does Max, that mean? Max, congratulations. You know your takes. You're Everyone good. He, loves he Max. Likes, That's just what it is. Max. Everyone loves Max. Do I want to be loved by Ben Rickman123? He's already annoyed with um, how excited I got about the fact that he didn't know Will is on the podcast. Right. That was that was too loud for him. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Ben, are you listening to these in the morning? Like, are you listening to them in the morning and you're not a morning person and so it's hard? I don't know, Ben, but we're going to make you proud on this one. And, Will, you have to talk a lot in this one. Okay. I can't really talk much I'm going to take a back seat on this one, I think. Oh. No, I, think I think that's what should happen. Oh, more no. Max. We need more. No, we need no. more cowbell. We need more, <laughs> more cowbell Max. No, no. We always love reading the reviews, so continue to leave them. Although, um, we prefer the five stars. Uh, so you can write like a scathing review, but maybe just give us like five stars off the top. Sure. Yeah, that seems um, fair. That's really, yeah, that's we're just looking, it's like Uber. Okay, it's like Uber. Just get out, say five stars, five stars, and then we're out. Um, so yeah, thank you, Ben Rickman123. Creative little uh, nickname you got there for yourself. And we'll try and make you proud in this one, but this one, we're talking about the Emmys. Not football, 
the Emmys. The 71st Emmys are on Sunday of this week, and we are going to talk football because we're going to nominate Panther players, personnel, staff, anyone that we want to. I also went a little bit off the script here, and I nominated other people around the NFL for some of these awards. So get ready. Max, you have to go first. Oh my because God. I have to go first? Yeah, you have right. to go first. Wait, wait, hold on. Do y'all watch the Emmys? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch them. Yeah? I like to have them on. I love all award shows just for, like, the pageantry and the host and all of those things. Um, I, I watch a lot of TV. Uh-huh. So, I, I just, like, I'll have a rooting interest and, in, like, I want my shows to win. What, what are the, kind of, the rankings of award shows? Like, Oscars, Emmys, Grammys? See, I... BMAs. I love any. I was about to say I love any music award show. Like I think mm. those are the best. They're just the most entertaining. But I yeah, like I would agree. For the TV and and movie ones, you know the winners beforehand, most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah. There's rarely like a oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, they they won. You know, and I kind of don't like that. Yeah, I like knowing in the moment. Do you like yeah. it more for like the performances in the yeah. show or I would the say, actual yeah. like who Definitely. who's gonna win something? Definitely and. The speeches sometimes I get uncomfortable, so I like seeing the highlights of the speeches. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like to have it on, but I'm not one that's like, okay, this this person has to. It win. can be kind of fun to see this famous person like be awkward in on live television. That's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, we're you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're normal. They're just <laughs> like us. <laughs> they're rambling. <laughs> or who was it? Jennifer Lawrence tripped. Yeah, twice. yeah. Well, those moments are always fun. Yeah. yeah. But she did it so gracefully. The second yeah. time, she kind of, you know, it yep. looks nice. and Made a couple of pictures. Uh, yeah, they're always entertaining. They're always fun. But this one is Sunday, 8 o'clock. Big rival with uh, the NFL games. Yeah, don't I don't know about you guys. going to be catching that one. <laughs> but what no. are you guys going to be watching? <laughs> so we'll be catching the highlights of the Emmys. But it gave us a pretty fun little uh, way to navigate through this week as the Carolina Panthers get ready to go to Arizona to take on the 0-2 Arizona Cardinals, two 0-2 teams. So we're going to get to that matchup in just a little bit. But first, let's go through our nominees. Those will kind of help set us up for what is coming later when we preview this game. But, Max, you have to go first okay. since Ben likes you the best. Man, so much pressure. Um, all right, so here are a couple that I have. I'll start off with some of the big ones. Like lead actor in a comedy series, I would nominate Greg Olson. I mean, he's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I would watch that show. I know both of you would watch that show. Yeah. We have watched that There show. might actually be a show. <laughs> or, that is a show. <laughs> there might actually be a show in the works that we don't know about yet that's coming once Greg is done playing football. So that was an obvious one for me. Supporting actor has to do with Thursday Night Football. Did you guys see the acting job by J.J. Jansen Amazing. on that punt? No, I missed it. So J.J. is running down the field to cover the punt, and this was like a pretty big return for Tampa Bay. But JJ, kind of like sensing that there wasn't really like a lot of contain, kind of like backed himself into a buck. Oh my gosh! And drew a block uh, in the back. Wow, penalty. That's if you watch the replay, it's it's pretty clear. Like, he this. does a pretty good sell job. So for the acting credentials alone, I give JJ a nomination for the supporting actor role because that was <laughs> impressive. That's awesome. Um, JJ I actually wins, ask, actually. Yeah, I want to ask him about that. Actually, I'm curious, he'll probably say like, "Oh, it's completely a block in the black," obviously, but that's a good actor for you. Um, some other interesting award categories. There were some about like hairstyle. Oh yes. So yeah, like hairstyling for a limited series or a movie. I'm just gonna say hairstyling here. Best hair on the team, Ray Ray McLeod. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's close. Easy. Right. Parms so Ray tries Ray gets to jump in there. What's that? Parms would try and jump in there. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, he had some like 
bleached hair for a little while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no Ray Ray's hair stuff. is outrageous. Uh, <laughs> I guess Cam would be upset if we didn't mention his hair, but I think there are a lot of split opinions on that. What do you think of Cam's hair, Duke? Will I, I like it? I, I don't. I, I, I don't it? know. I'm I'm not. I don't get triggered by all this stuff. You know why is why is his hair doing this and why does he have a babushka? Yeah, Cam's and... outfits. Like we can go costume design here and talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean obviously. But man, you were telling me that the website was going nuts with everyone looking at Cam's outfits. This I mean, week. so it it became one of those things where the the analytics from the website this weekend were. The highest performing gallery was like Cam's training camp outfits from two years ago. What? Because people were all Googling it. You know, <laughs> there was this Vogue. Did you see this? This Vogue, this Vogue story article defending Cam's decisions with fashion and how people, if you know, people being critical of it is really an indictment on our society and that we should be like what? giving people yeah. the freedom to express themselves with their style. No, yeah, we've made it that. to Vogue. Yeah, I love Vogue. Vogue has some of the my favorite videos on. YouTube, they do like the 73 questions. They do all the like yeah. in the winter. I'm sad I missed this. Please, we'll have to send that to you. Please send yeah. this to me. So, those are my nominees. Sure. Now, enough of me. Let's hear what you guys have. I mean, I think for best musical composition, I mean, Christian McCaffrey. Mm. I mean, Very we, good. we Very all good. loved that video yes. from, from um, of him playing the piano. You know, I got choked up a little bit. It was such a will thing, but yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's talented, man. <laughs> you did. Man has talent. It's a, it wasn't an original, wasn't an original piece, but. Was, he made it seem like one, though, yes. didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, this isn't technically listed on on this one, but you know the best ensemble. Okay. Uh, I would bring it back just to kind of to special teams overall. This is not nearly as fun as some of the other things we've listed, but like obviously when Ray Ray catches the ball, he mm-hmm. does pretty well. Uh, yeah. he, had a, he had a pretty big return um, <laughs> in, in the Man. punt game. A key point there. He key point. <laughs> when he needs to catch it though. Uh, Joey Sly leads the NFL in 50-yard field goals. He's got three already. It makes it look easy. I mean, it's incredible. He just, oh. he, he, you know, he's living right. The ball is just bouncing in from the, you know, from the upright, bouncing through. And um, after missing his first, I know, which I think a lot of people were like, "Oh boy, oh gosh, he missed the first one." Like, is this? How's he going to handle that? And then he's made his last six. I know, three, three from 50 plus. Yep, he's so, doing I mean, well. He's, I'm pretty sure he's the team's leading scorer right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. So he is. Yes, he is. Those are good. You got another one? Or those are two? Uh, well, I, I was kind of going to – mine just wasn't nearly as funny. I was going to put Greg for supporting actor just because, you know, I just I don't did. think that people were expecting Greg to yes. be – you know, everyone's kind of like, oh, you got Curtis, you got DJ, yeah. you got Christian. Yeah. And Greg goes out here and gets 100 and something yards, and it's like, okay. That was my nominee. Yeah. So I have Greg for supporting actor because he is the one that – you don't ever need this – you know, roll in a movie until you need them. Mm-hmm. And that's how Greg Olson is for this team. It's one of, it's like the reason you carry cash. You like never really need cash until you absolutely need cash. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's Greg Olson. Okay. He has 146 yards on 10 receptions and he's averaging 14.6 per reception. Yeah, he randomly shows up. Run into the open field. Those yak yards for yeah. Greg Olson. Gre- Greg catches the ball, looks around. He's like, I guess I got to keep going. Uh, I guess, <laughs> I guess I got to run here. But I also, <laughs> I also want to point out that on the sidelines when, you know, this team was trying to find a win against Tampa Bay, obviously not the inning we wanted, but Greg was the one making sure everyone was fired up and dialed you, in. You could nominate him for director as well. Yeah. You, yes. like Greg knows how to direct things. Yep. Greg's, well a, Greg's a hot topic here for the Emmy nomination. I think we should, yeah. We're just pretty much giving all the awards to Greg. All the awards to Greg. All right. Yeah. I'm going um, for costume. Um, yeah. What do you got? Don Toner, just because he has... 53, really like 40 or so, 
but 53 guys on the roster that all have their unique style. They want to wear this sleeve. They want to wear this wristband. They want to have these socks. They want to do all these things. And Don Toner and his staff, like, they pull it off. Yep. And what we said earlier about the uniforms not coming in until days oh, yeah. before they have to go. Like, this is still happening, people. So yep. we have to give Don Toner a huge shout-out. Um, Definitely. He, he, would, he would win, okay? He's winning the Emmy for Panthers costume for variety, what did you nonfiction, think? reality programming. What did you think of the blue jersey, black pants look? Clean. Yeah, I thought it, it looked looks, good. Yeah, it did look good. I like it the new good. uniform better with yeah. this as opposed to last year's. Yeah, version. you're right. Yeah. It looked good in the yeah. stadium, too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's weird, but, like, it looked good. With yeah, the, the lights and everything, yeah. yeah. looked really good. All right, I went for the entire NFL on this one, but when I was reading through the list of the different uh, categories, like drama series, <laughs> I bounced around on this one a little bit. I wrote down, I went team here, but it's the Browns. The Browns, for me, are going to win the drama series because there's still so much to talk about with that team of what they've done. Just last night, okay, we're, we're filming this on or we're taping this on a Tuesday. Monday night football, there were so many storylines for those broad, broadcasters to get through. I got confused. Yeah. Like it was, you know, the, the defensive coordinator from the Jets and, you know, wanted to be the head coach. And Freddie Kitchens now, what's going on with his play calling? Baker Mayfield's feeling dangerous. You got Odell Beckham with one hand to get, like – there were so many storylines, I thought to myself, what are they going to talk about next week? But then you look at their schedule that's coming up, and you're like, oh, it's not over for them. Oh, like, no. Who they, do they got next week? They have to continue. It's just who's on their schedule, yeah. like, in all. It's like, yeah. there's there's no shortage of storylines the Rams, don't they? Yes, I think that's true. I think yes. they have the Rams Yeah, next Matt, week. thumbs up from Hat. He yeah. confirms it's the Rams. It, it's going to be... Like a fascinating, yeah. and you knew this going in, but mm-hmm. then like the Raiders stole the headlines for a while. Although, yeah, I, the okay, this one, <laughs> I might regret saying this because well, I feel like people are gonna agree. For comedy guest actor, mm. I'm giving this to Antonio Brown. He was I was a, gonna say Antonio Brown guest, has to be mentioned. Somewhere he's the here. guest actor for the Raiders. He was just a guest. Mm. Now he's on the Patriots, and we haven't heard a peep out of him. He's just he's not even doing after game like availability mm-hmm. he's I think like, he has some extracurricular activities going on right now he is a little he does have um some interesting things on the back burner that he needs to to handle there but as far as just what he did with the raiders that's where i'm pulling this from yeah comedy guest actor for the raiders antonio brown there it was fascinating jeez it, it was. was just every day you thought it was over it's not over and it's still not over although now yeah. it's getting more serious we're getting into real accusations here um, but we're, you know, we're still, you talk about like still a lot of dealing with that. people will say the NFL is a soap opera and it's never been more true than with the Antonio Brown situation. I mean, it is just absurd. We're looking at a headline right now that I'm not going to say on air, but wow. If you Google Antonio Brown, New York post, there's an article from yesterday. It just came up on my Twitter this morning. Sure. You like, wouldn't found this for sure. It, it, no, it, <laughs> I mean, but still. Incredible. Just Google that for <laughs> yourself. We're gonna we're gonna save everyone and not say it. But if you choose to go and Google that on your own, I'm not sure if to say like you're welcome or I'm sorry for what you'll oh, read there. Man. But yes, uh, that one I will say I feel like every single year we're like, gosh, that it cannot get more crazy than this year. But I think with yeah. the the quarterback injuries oh that's God, going yeah. around the league, the crazy growth of the way that social media is persuading that how many players have requested a trade 
from their team, I think, is crazy. What's going on in Miami mm-hmm. is crazy. I just think the world of social media is completely changing the NFL and, and the voice that these players have, and it is making the drama and yeah, I, yeah. I think the the NFL is in some ways is beginning to catch up to the NBA. Yeah, in I was going to say it feels like you know? the NBA has influenced this right. a bit. It's sort of like opened NFL players' eyes and kind of like mm-hmm. motivated them to try to take on some more power in these situations. And yeah, like Jalen Ramsey, Antonio Brown, these guys are like, I'm on out. Make oh, it, make and, it Fitzpatrick. Make it happen. And make while, it Fitzpatrick, while yeah. we're sitting here, sorry I interrupted your sentences. Ben, lay off. Okay, <laughs> I did just cut them off there. But this is because breaking news while we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, Eli Manning no longer the starting quarterback for yeah. the Giants. Yep. So there's another layer of drama for Daniel this Jones era. I mean, shoot, Carson Wentz got hurt during the game on Sunday uh, night. Yeah. I mean, you had Josh McCown out there. And then, Josh McCown. Yeah. It is, it is really a crazy, crazy – we're two weeks in and we're already yeah. talking like – We didn't even mention Andrew Luck. I mean, like, no. there's so many quarterbacks. And it's not it's not good for the league. I mean, look, no. Carolina's got their own quarterback situation right now with, with Cam Newton. Everyone's trying to figure out what's what's going on with Cam. But, man, I mean, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Luck, it's, it, it's, it's a quarterback-driven league, and mm-hmm. where are all the quarterbacks going? Right. Yeah. We're looking at Nick Falk. Yeah. Right now. Luke Falk. Who? Luke Falk, sorry. You don't even know his name, but that's the Nick best part. Falk. But it's Nick true. Folk? Nick Falk, you're Nick talking Folk about the kicker. Nick Falk was the kicker, yeah. yeah. Luke Falk was his name? I think so. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's a fascinating... <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a fascinating part. He took practice squad reps going into that game, and then he's, yeah. he's on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I and mean, you can just watch a little bit of that game. You can tell the guys oh, out there, he's just like, well... I'm not really ready for this, but <laughs> all right, wide eighty, wide eighty hike, and then it's yeah. just all right. Le'Veon Bell, here you go. Interesting to see Ryan Khalil snapping. I know, there. right? The first it's time I've seen weird. him in that Jets. Yeah, yeah, fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five. Ryan always said he hated sixty-five when he yeah. got that as a rookie. Oh, it's always not much better. It's always cracking me up because he would say this, and he would like, yeah, they gave me this disgusting number. I had to wear sixty-five my rookie year, and like Amini Solotolu right. had a locker right next to him. He wore sixty-five. And it was like, you're <laughs> dogging this number. The guy right next to you has to wear – It's. I thought that was yeah, hilarious. It, it, I don't know why 67 – so ugly and disgusting. You why was 67 much any better? I don't know. He liked the 7 a lot better. Anyway, now he's wearing 55, which I thought was weird. That's a linebacker number. Well, we, we had this discussion yesterday, and Caroline, hop in here. Like, what are good numbers versus what are, like, ugly numbers? I agree. Like, what, what what's an ugly number for you? So, my niece right now is playing soccer. This is her first. She's four years old, and I get a photo of her in her uniform. She's seventy. What? <laughs> what? That was my thing. I was like, she's like seventy is a fine number, but on a four-year-old playing soccer when there's five people on the team, I did not yeah. understand the seventy. So I just think as long as the number makes. She a big sense, Trey Turner fan. <laughs> yeah, huge. No, she would definitely choose eighty-eight hands down. She loves okay. her. but I don't. If it fits for like your position group, if it's there, I don't think there's like a bad number. But I was 13. I loved 13. Some people didn't Ooh, like 13, but I yeah. I loved you embraced it. Yeah, I just like loved the That's 13. Cool. So I ha- I was 10, I was five, and then 13 was like okay. what I stuck I with like the 13. most. But I don't know about like ugly. I don't know. That's an ugly or like a okay. I thought some girl on my team she had like 22. Like, we're a volleyball team. We don't have that many right. players. I think yeah. that's when it gets weird when you have, like, 
a number that's outside the scope of yeah. like seventy for a five person like four year old. I'll give like I I think six is ugly. Yeah, I just don't Why? like six. No, I just wouldn't want to wear it. Matt, Matt agrees. I don't like six. What? I don't, like, not, I don't like. It's just 16. not a clean number. Sixteen either. I don't like I'm, sixteen. I t- I'll take five and seven, but don't give me six. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is anyone else out there like this? I'm hear, sure there are. There, yeah. What's some ugly numbers? Please. Sixty-five. Tweet. When I played high school football. So we were just saying. That's 65. what Ryan yeah. said. Yeah, they gave me sixty-five, <laughs> and that was the only jersey they had left. And so I had to, I had to stick with sixty-five. And I was so excited to share with my parents that I had this new number. And I went home to look up uh, what football player at the time had sixty-five, and none of them did. So. Oh. <laughs> so you hate sixty-five. I'll say this too, like. Before Luke Keekley, I would have said like fifty nine is an ugly number, but a person can change the whole trajectory of a number, and now it's. I cool. agree. If you're good, you can do anything. You can make you it want. cool. Right. You, you can, can make do it cool. anything you want. Yeah. I, I remember growing up, Keyshawn Johnson made nineteen. Really nineteen. Cool. Yeah. Nineteen was not I cool. I see before nineteen Keyshawn. as being like not cool. Yeah, he he kind of made it cool, and then he came to the Panthers and. Eh. Nineteen. Yeah, I think maybe nineteen might be my my ugly number. Not into it. Okay. I'm just yeah. not really into the nineteen. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. This is a really fascinating. Do you, do you think that receivers should be in the 80s or the teens? The teens. Yeah. I don't get the 80s for receivers. That's like it's tra- a traditionalist. All the 80s used to, all the receivers used to be in the 80s. Now all the young Jerry guys. Rice. I think it's yeah. because Tim like Brown. The, so it's yeah. the body of the person wearing it. So right. I think the reason 70 looks so funny on my yes. 4-year-old niece is because she's tiny. So like right. With receivers, it's like in college smaller, football when like, the 330 pound D tackle is wearing number nine or yeah. yes. seven. Like, it doesn't yeah, look yeah, yeah. that looks yeah. so funny. Right. So I think right. it should just be you know centered in a way that still gives some space on the side. So right. like a 13 or something like that, you can fit that on a wide receiver, and he still right. has some room. Do you guys remember when Michigan's quarterback, like three or four years ago, Garner, I think was his last name, he wore number 98 and he played yes. quarterback? Yeah, that looked terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It looks like someone like would it's have just, photoshopped. It's just that not on right. It. Yeah, it's not right. You can't be doing that. Is that even allowed? In college, yeah, they they allow oh, wow. a lot. There's a lot more flexibility with this stuff. Number ninety. But that look at that. Oh, that yeah, just that looks terrible. awful. It looks yeah. like a sample jersey that like they. Yeah. Let me see how because his last name is a little little bit longer. So it's like let's see how many characters we can fit on this jersey. Yeah. And still yeah, and still get away with it. What are your feelings Yikes. about the double zero? It's not really a football thing. I don't know. My thing is like yeah. why? Yeah. Why? I think at one point I was when when I was really little playing little league soccer, I was a goalie with double zero. But I think that was like yeah. the thing. Like yeah. goalies had zero double. Eric Montross. Yeah. But I don't understand it in I don't know. Cuz you have to request that. Like that's not right. something. Although I do find it funny the person that wears number 1 on every team is always like an interesting character. Yeah, there's a certain personality trait that comes with that. You have to, yeah. Pat McAfee with the Colts, mm. he wore number one, and I thought he was just the perfect number one. Right, right. Just that, that's a, that's the type of character I want to wear a number one yep. jersey. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. Cam obviously took on number one yep. with a certain swagger exactly. about himself. You, ha- you cannot walk around with a number one it's on true. your jersey and not yep. be some type of yep. like unique individual. Yep. Will's over there Googling. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going down he's a deep. rabbit hole I'm, I'm here. down the double zero rabbit <laughs> hole right now. <laughs> he is deep in there. Well, let's preview quickly the Arizona Cardinals, the Carolina Panthers. An interesting week here for the Carolina Panthers. Normally for away games, they will travel on Saturday to the opposing city. 
But this week, they're going on Friday. The time difference has a big thing to do with it. Go out there. They will have a walkthrough and kind of like mock game Saturday in Arizona. Guys, what are you going to do with your extra day in Arizona? I'm going to try to find some good tacos. I mean, we're out in Phoenix, supposedly pretty good. Good taco land. The the foodie in me is going to try to find the best tacos I can in, in Phoenix. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'll report back. Okay, good. Well, I'm actually here. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm I staying. So I'm I'm like gonna it. I'm gonna get up and go watch this Michigan Wisconsin game and text Max to wake him up since it's gonna oh. be like nine a.m. kick, like nine a.m. I'm just like, hey Max, you up? That's so nice. Yeah, I know. That's really sweet. I'm hopefully gonna find some hiking. Yeah. There's some hiking around. Um, Lisa Matthews, their team reporter for the Cardinals, she. It's really good at hosting the team reporters that come in, so I think we're gonna go try and find. Oh, out. Is, it, cool. is it is it like elevate? Is there a lot of elevation, or is it like flat hiking? Like what no, kind of hiking? No, there's like a, there's like mountains. There's some mountains out there, but they're not like, I mean, you, you know, it's sure. a desert. But it's right. yeah, there are some. It's just hot. Yeah, I was talking to a few of uh, my girlfriends that have gone out there. It's just hot hiking. Mm. Yeah. So it'll be. Um, Everyone says it's that dry heat, no. but like that's it's still really hot. It's you know, still one ten. Yeah, it's oh. exactly. like, yeah. You, can't, you can't get away from one ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> All right, but football-wise, this is an interesting matchup between two teams that are 0-2. Both have allowed a lot of points in these first The Cardinals tied, though, right? Oh, they are. Yeah, they yeah, do they have tied. that tie. They're so 0-1-1. technically, it's 0-1-1, which is yeah, weird. The rare um, tie. Yep. Yeah, 0-1-1. So, an interesting, just an interesting week here of football. I think there's a lot of question marks for both teams. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of question marks. So, it's a little bit hard to preview this of just what is going to happen when the teams get out there. Yeah, the Panthers are desperate for a win. I mean, at, at 0-2 and losing that game, you know, we talked about it on, on the last show. You got a short week, a divisional opponent coming to your place for Thursday night football. That was one you kind of felt they got to have. They obviously didn't get it. Uh, and now they're backed into a corner. I mean, there's, there's really no other way to say it. Um, you've put yourself in a real hole, and the only way to get out of it is to play better football, really. I mean, it just sounds simple, but they keep... They keep making mistakes. Um, they move the ball well. I, I went on this whole big rant on the show last week and talked about how they need big plays. Well, they got the big plays, mm-hmm. but it does you no good if you get down into the fringe red zone area and then take a sack, and now you're looking at second and 17, and your quarterback is getting hit. It was just it, – it wasn't clean enough football again for them to get a win in a game that, much like in the opener, was there to be had. I mean, it was, it was there – for the taking, at home, against a Bucks team that did just enough in the end. But Carolina right now is, the frustration is mounting. The fans are upset. Everyone gets it. Um, there's no way to change it other than to get a win. And it's yeah. not going to be easy going on the road to face Kyler Murray and this Cardinals team that has the potential to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're young, and they're, they're going to kind of take their lumps as they go through this. But Murray can make plays. And we're going to find out how the defense can fare against that. And really, we all want to know how this Panthers offense is going to fare. Because that's been the thing where all the the attention is focused on right now. What's the deal with Cam? What's the deal with this offense? If teams are going to do what the Bucs did and try to just take away Christian McCaffrey, can this offense score points? Yeah. They're going to try to make... The Panthers be one dimensional. That's every gonna every team's going to throw. Do that. You know, then take away the running game. They're going to dare the Panthers to beat them through the air. Yep, and it's it, it's starting to feel like it that almost you know the, the defense got a safety last week. It's yep. almost going to feel like the defense is going to have to score. Yep. You know, if not if not actually score, you know, at least give the ball in plus territory. You know, in scoring territory. 
for this team to be. And who knows? I mean, Kyler Murray's been been hit. He's been sacked a lot. He's been sacked eight times. You know, I, I think they're big play both ways. They can be they can kill you with a big play, or they can give up a big play that can really yeah. shift momentum to you. So it's a question of can this defense ratchet it up yet another level to to be a, a playmaking defense because it's almost like that's what that's what the team needs right now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to ask. It's a yeah. lot to ask. I'm with you though. I think the the piece that I want to see, I think this team needs. We can talk a lot about the things on offense. You know, the defense, there's, they've got some things to work through as well. But I think a takeaway from that secondary is so needed. Yes. Because, I mean, but also capital. I mean, we saw that from James Bradbury. He got yeah. the takeaway, and then you give it to the offense, and nothing comes of it. You go three and out. But I think when you're going against Kyler Murray, who he's still learning. I mean, you hear, you know, Will Greer was talking a lot about the speed of the game. Well, the same thing is happening for Kyler Murray, and he's being asked to start and and – from day one, he was the one with a lot of pressure on him to make sure that this offense is going well, him and Cliff Kingsbury going through that. So I think this is a week for the secondary to have a really good game, get some takeaways, and take it to the house. Like, don't – let's just skip this whole giving it back to the offense and let's just go back, <laughs> yeah. let's score. Because I think I, – I want to see the Panthers play from ahead. Mm-hmm. I know everyone does, and, yes, that's like every week you're like, well, duh, Caroline. Like, of course you do. But we haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen, you know, Cam be able to get into his swag a little bit and feel good about himself when they have a lead and be able to go. They've been, you know, yeah. playing catch-up this entire the frustra- time. The frustrating thing is they – been in position to take early leads yep. mm-hmm. against the Rams. It was that opening drive, and then DJ fumbles. And then against the Bucks, it's fourth and one, and they love the idea of putting Cam one on one with the DB, and the DB makes a great play, cuts his legs out from under him. Unfortunately, a camera angle isn't there to show whether or not he actually got the first down. But those were the cards they were dealt, and they didn't get it. So it's it's early in games they've had opportunities to go down there, and whether it's kick a field goal or just get some points on the board. And they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Um, and until they stop doing that, this team right now is not playing well enough to win in spite of that. They, they, need to, they can't be making these self-inflicted mistakes and expect to go out there and get wins. They, they need to play clean football. And, and, and until they do that, I think the, the struggles will continue. Um, it's, just, it's just a must for this team right now. I think something that is the most telling for me from this past week was what Trey Boston had to say in the locker room after the game. He was very candid about the fact that he didn't think this entire locker room was on the same page and the entire locker room was bought into where they were going. I don't take that lightly. I mean, this is a team you're you're mentioning the frustrations are building and they're there and the fans feel it and we feel it and the, the team certainly feels it. So now you have an opportunity with 10 days between games to go out there, get everyone on the same page, and go against a very beatable Arizona Cardinals team. I think this is one of those games that if you leave Arizona and you're 0-3, yikes. Yeah. That, I mean, that I think that's when you start sitting in a little bit, okay, what's realistic for this team for this season? I don't think we're there yet. I think a lot of the things that happened in the first two weeks are very, very self-inflicted. It's not like they were just manhandled by the other team. Right. I think they're extremely you know, self-inflicted wounds, and that's why we're walking at 0-2 right now. But it, it this is a game that you get a little worried about if – you're going into right. halftime and you're down two yeah. scores. I think, look, we've all hit on it. The The self-inflicted wounds are one. This team just doesn't look like a confident bunch right now, and I think that's something Trey Boston alluded to. I yeah. mean, you certainly saw it in the second half with the offense. Just every time they took the field, it just wasn't 
it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the belief factor, I think, was something that the entire stadium felt. Um, but I think there are other things that just have to get shored up. The protection. I, I don't care who's playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. If they're not able to keep guys off, the guy who's got to deliver the football, it's going to be a long day, a long right. night, whatever it is. Yep. And that's what we saw against the Buccaneers. Shaquille Barrett with eight quarterback pressures. I mean, that guy—he was a game wrecker. Yeah, and you, you just—you just can't have can't have that happen if we expect to see this offense kind of snap out of it. Um, so the protection issues, and then defensively, like you said, Caroline and Will, you helped me with that great stat this week for that story. When this team wins a turnover battle, the last twenty times they've done it, they're eighteen and two. Yep. You know, if if at nothing else, they win the turnover battle, that at least puts them in a, a chance to win. So, and that and that requires. As you mentioned, taking it away, but also protecting it. Yep. yep. And that's been an issue through two weeks. Well, there are certainly a lot of things that could play out over the course of this season. But if you look around the NFC South, the Panthers are not out of it. It nope. is a crazy, crazy league. We talked about some of the injuries earlier in this podcast. Drew Brees is added to that, making this a really interesting division and one that even though we're talking about an 0-2 Panthers team still looking for their identity, looking for their confidence. In this season, they're heading to Arizona with a chance to get back really into the race of the NFC South. So stay tuned. It's going to be an interesting week here for your Carolina Panthers, and we hope to be talking to you next week with a win under the belt of the Carolina Panthers. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.